Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go Buffalo Channel. On WGR Sports Radio 550. I've never been to the Combine, but every year I hear about the action at that steakhouse and the socializing that goes on. I don't know what the calendar for that stuff is. I know the calendar for when the running and the jumping and the pushing and the throwing, that's still yet to come. But I want to think right now, Sal, it'll be a problem if he probably if he is because it'll be noisy, but that Sal is like at that restaurant, Sean Payton is over his left shoulder, uh, Der- <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah over his right, everybody's there. Is it not that time of week yet, Sal? I mean, you'll, you'll be there, I want to think, when the time comes? It's a little too early in the evening for that. Let's just say that okay. right now, okay? I, I mean, it's sense. only 5.06 p.m. here in Indianapolis like it is in Buffalo. Um, I do have a dinner reservation tonight with a few friends, and we may or may not be going to a place where those kinds of things sort themselves out and happen. But, yeah, it is the happening place. It's a great city. It's great restaurants, and you're right. There are a few different places in town uh, where you'll find several of those people just hanging out and then, you know, out and about a little bit later. So, yeah, that's tonight. Um, and that's just kind of the winding down of a, a busy day. It's really a busy day for everybody hustling and bustling and things like that. And then you get back after it tomorrow. And, you know, as the week goes on, it's more about the prospects. The first couple of days are really more about the teams themselves. By, by the way, and this almost came up yesterday, you were talking about Mike Tomlin at one point and how coaches interact a little bit mm-hmm. at the combine. I think that would be maybe my favorite thing to observe. Not that they would all be at this one place, but I know some of them who go out and some me- media friends of mine have told me about conversations they've had with coaches that are pretty laid back. Um, you know, cause not every coach needless to say would be laid back about it, you know, like protecting secrets or just mm-hmm. what. So it'd be fun to be able to, observe them and see how comfortable they are interacting with each other and you know you guys yeah for sure um it is interesting you know kind of seeing the different interactions that go on even out of the podium right like to me that that's i really kind of come to appreciate and respect like the time that some of these guys do give to the media like yesterday we're with mcdermott and this happens every year though where mcdermott speaks to the podium and then I mean, he takes a good hour to go on every, like, TV one-on-one, do an interview. And Bean does the same thing. And that's why you'll see a lot of the Bills, you know, beat reporters and media 
they'll have their own little one-on-one videos. And then I get a chance to talk as well. And we, we talk about different things and, you know, there's audio, there's video, things like that. But I, I just appreciate the fact that they do that. And it's not just them. A lot of them do it. So like today I'm, you know, chatting with Aditi Kinkawabla from CBS and I'm on the extra point show. And I said, Hey, you know, do you have five minutes here? And she said, yeah. And then all of a sudden she goes, Oh, hold on. You know, the Steelers, somebody from the Steelers was coming over and like, because she wanted to talk to that person just stops and gives her a lot of time. And that's what happens here. And it's really good. It's relationship building. And I appreciate, you know, those people in those environments doing that. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's a hundred percent why you would want your team to send the people there to send your yep. coaches and GMs there because it's an opportunity to, you know, the fans are, are starving for this content, even if it's not all that filling, <laughs> they still want, they still want to eat it. They still want to consume it. So it's an opportunity to, with really no, no real downside. I mean, I guess you could go there and say something really stupid and step in it and really regret it, but it's just an opportunity to get your, you know, get stories and, and TV time for your team. For sure, and um, there's always new coaches every year. There's always new GMs every year, right? And you kind of see, you know, the lay of land for them, and you kind of watch them interact a little bit as well. And, like, for me, an aha moment today was when Dan Campbell walked by me. Now that I've never seen Dan Campbell, I don't think I've ever been that close to Dan Campbell, though. He is one large dude. Like, I mean, if I'm going to a bar fight, I am picking Dan Campbell to come with me, right? I mean, that's it is just amazing, right? But little things like that, you're like, holy cow, there's Dan Campbell. He's so big, and he's walking by. So you're right, but you're right, Bulldog, as far as the content. And, you know, that's why... One Bills Live is there, and right next to them is the Houston Texans, and right behind them is the Steelers, and I see the Raiders, and you can go through Giants and Commanders. Everybody's there. Everybody brings their own team content teams as well, and that's a really good opportunity for them to kind of you know get all their stuff and a lot of the stuff that they need for the next several months. The NFL's done it right. You know They own the calendar. We know that. Now is the combine, free agency, then owners' meetings, then the NFL draft, then the schedule release, and you know they they've done a really good job of understand how to, understanding how to really own all of that. Sal Capaccio at the combine in, in Indianapolis this week. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here on WGR. Brandon Bean spoke today. Bulldog and I talked about some of the topics that emanated from his press conference uh, at the start of today's show. Von Miller and others. For you, Sal, whether it's about Miller or something else, what do we learn from Bean today? I don't ask that. I mean, I, I'm I enjoy listening to him. I'm not trying to set up a situation here where well, nothing, you know, we didn't learn anything. But um, what what about you? Like, what was new today for you from him? So I just finished and posted at WGR550.com what I thought was to me the most kind of revealing thing, which is the 255 million dollars in the salary cap. Like he said, his quote is. He was smiling. You know, I mean, like, this is a situation we all know the Bills do not have a lot of cap space. And they're going to kind of have to squeeze dollars and move money around. He talked about that. But he said they budgeted for 240s. He even said when they were hearing it could be close to 250, they were like, all right, yeah, that's really nice. And then 255. I mean, so guys, to me, that's like $10 million found money for the Bills, essentially, right? And for him to kind of talk about smiling and, yeah, that was really nice, that was interesting to me. So I, I think we all understand the Bills are in a challenging situation here, and the Bills know that. They're, they're not going to be wild spenders. They don't have all this money you know, free in the salary cap. But I do think that they're probably in a better spot internally the way they think they can operate than a lot of people externally view them.
Yeah. No, I think that's for sure that's right. I mean, we'll see. I don't know if we'll have a way to really gauge this. I guess just what the contracts look like once free agency opens. Um, You know, it could just be a case where everybody has more money to spend, so therefore guys get spent more and guys cost more and the money just, you know, it it evaporates just as quickly. But, yeah, I mean, Sal, if if they were planning on, you know, 243 and now have 255, maybe a reason he's smiling is like, I don't know, an extra $11 million or $10 million might be Daquan Jones and A.J. Epinesa, at least for a year, right. you know, like cap-wise for one year. Um, yeah, it just might give them the opportunity to hang on to a couple of guys that they might have thought they had no chance to keep. I agree, and I think I mentioned to you guys, too, one of the things, you know, they're doing restructures now. Um, th- this is the week where that starts to happen. We know Connor McGovern, he confirmed today, Connor McGovern has been restructured. That's going to free <laughs> Excuse me. Free up about a little less than four million dollars. Um, he said they're talking with other players, doing the same thing. Whether it's restructures, contract extensions. He mentioned that reworking contracts. What does reworking mean? What does that mean? Like pay cut, right? I mean something like that mm-hmm. could happen with some guys. That I think that what happens with the ten million, maybe you don't have to go as far as you thought you'd have to go there meaning you don't have to push as much money down the road mm-hmm. to allow you to kind of do the things you wanted to do, but not have it to be as much at the expense of the next couple of years where it also allows you to operate. But you're right about what you said, Bulldog, which is it's not necessarily even, okay, here's all this money to go out and sign all these guys. It's, hey, maybe we can keep one or two of our own that we thought we might lose, and that would really help us a lot. You are writing prolifically on this trip. Uh, last night we talked about your article on the defensive line. There are several interesting dilemmas or uh, decisions to make mm-hmm. uh, on the defensive line. Starting with Von Miller, as you did in the article, seems like the right choice. Is there any decision to make at all? The only way there would be, Mike, I think, is if something happened with his legal situation in Texas. But Brandon Bean today said they have not heard anything different, and they are operating as if, you know, there's not going to be a change. So, no. The answer to your question would be no. There shouldn't be a decision. However, how he, how they view his health and his production, and that's all tied in, will, to me, be a domino effect on the others, other decisions made. So I think it starts with him because of that, but he's not the guy that their decision has to be made on. Right, and that's what do they think they're going to get from him, right? Do they need mm-hmm. – how, how? of course they're going to – I mean, they, they want a rotation anyway. So even if he's what he was two years ago, Sal, he's going to play, you know, what, 50% of the snaps maybe? So, somewhere in that right. range probably. So you, you're going to need to fill out your roster there. But if those are 50% of your defensive end or edge rusher snaps and they're, you know, above average Von Miller snaps – then maybe you don't have to think about a Leonard Floyd, say. As nice as he was, he really was a Von Miller replacement, uh, ostensibly. So, yeah, I mean, and, and they're, you know, they're the ones who know that. Like, we're going to have no clue until Von Miller starts playing games because I don't even know what the summer will really tell us um, about, you know, what kind of form he's in. But what can they know before that, right? Like, what, what – this is one thing from your article, too, if I may, Bulldog, like mm-hmm. – um, mm-hmm. How will the Bills know how to predict what, you know, level he'll be at, to put it one way? Yeah, I agree. And it's a challenge. That's that's really the key. 
they have to correctly guess. And I even put the, put the word guess in the article, Mike, which is mm. he's got to make an educated guess, Brandon Bean, according to – now, that's going to be a way more educated guess than you or I will make because he's going to – Right. Talk to Von Miller. He's going to talk to the medical team about Von Miller. Right. And they're going to at least come up with some sort of, OK, this is where we think he'll be. Now, maybe last year they didn't really guess properly because of how it all wound up playing out. And they really were hoping he'd be at a better level. Um, but it did not work out, I think, the way most people had hoped. But he did mention today how, you know, late in the year he did have that game where he sat um, against New England. But then the last few games, including Miami and the two playoff games that you started to see a little bit. Now, I think that's probably going to get them to, okay, you know, we're going to carry that into the offseason. He should be better with all the rest and more rehab he's going to be doing. But you're right. They have to guess on that. Um, you know, and that, that, does that, that impacts what you're going to do with, like you said, A.J. Panessa. You have Leonard Floyd, who to me I think is going to be too hard to get back. But, I mean, if you know, if you think that Von Miller just won't be able to, you've got to find someone like Leonard Floyd again. But if you think Von Miller can get back to even a semblance of what he could have been, you know, uh, in two years ago before the injury, then you don't have to do something like that. With Sal Capaccio, so on Epinesa at this point, what is his value as you see it to the league? Like, is he somebody that you think maybe teams would be hot for? Or can he be the next Bills player, you know, that hasn't been amazing the whole time, but came on it had some had some moments that they can find a way to keep without um, before he gets to market or just some way or another he's a tricky one for me because i don't think he's command this like really big salary okay but i do think that teams some team there's going to be at least one team and probably more that view him as an ascending player who will have a more prominent role on their team with more snap counts. Um, he, to me, has made some plays. He hasn't been this, oh, my God, you have to concentrate on him all the time, pass rusher. But I think he's been a valuable player. I think the Bills would love to have him back at the same kind of role. But I don't think they're going to pay what another team probably views that they can use him and pay him more. It doesn't mean it's going to be astronomical. But I just have this feeling that a team's going to say, ascending player, we could put him in our system, he's going to play a little more, let's give him a little more money than the Bills can match. Yeah, this is where, to me, I think we talked about this the other day, <clears throat> where a, a team maybe, you know, scouts, GM, an assistant GM at the time that's now a GM that really liked him coming out of Iowa, but couldn't get their hands yep. on him, and like, you know, has been watching him and just sort of like, man, I, I just feel like that guy could really help us. I agree, and even teams like, let's say, the Giants, right? Joe Shane was here when they drafted him. He was a part of that. Brian Dable, of course, right on the other side of the ball. But there, you always have these kinds of tie-ins where, okay, well, didn't he's a free agent now. You know, We know what we're getting, though. Let's bring him in. People make fun of the Bills, the Carolina Panthers connection, <laughs> and I understand why when all that happened. But that's how the league works. You, you have – you have a profile on a player. You know him. You've been around him. You know what his work ethic is. So I wouldn't rule out teams like that, teams that may have had people in the Bills organization, but you're right, just teams that might have liked him coming out of college and they couldn't get him and think, you know what, he fit in our system a little bit better. What's on tap tomorrow? Tomorrow we're going to have more GMs speaking, I think some head coaches as well. But tomorrow we're going to have more prospects also um, coming in and hitting the podium, hitting the 
uh, the workout facility. You know what? I have to actually look and see. I think it's tomorrow. I have it right here, actually. I'll, I'll tell you. But I know today defensive linemen and linebackers started. Okay, here you go. Tomorrow, Wednesday, um, it will be defensive backs and tight ends uh, will be showing up. And, um, okay. And then, so that's a hockey yeah, show so for us. Be, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, they'll, they, I don't think they talk until Friday, but they'll start showing up. I started oh, okay. to see some guys down there today. So defensive linemen and linebackers today, like I started seeing those guys around the convention center. They were, they were showing up, and then tomorrow they really start getting after it and talking. So they'll be a part of like the podium and all that. DBs, of course. I, the joke didn't really work because DBs could very much be a position <laughs> that the Bills are interested no, in No, that's here. right. Well, uh, I mean, on, on that note, I mean, I, I, I did ask – Brandon Bean about Tredavious White. He's, he's an interesting guy this offseason, right, guys? Which is, you know, he's got this high, and I even said to him, look, he, he's got a high salary at his age coming off the injuries. Like, how do you work through that? And, you know, Bean talked about how the, the, the player himself and the DNA of the person and the character of how hard they're going to work matters when thinking about that. And I just get the sense, and I've, I've always felt this, but I still feel this and certainly don't know for sure the Bills could do anything. I just get the sense the Bills aren't interested in moving off Tredavious White at this time, and they're going to allow that to work itself out and get him back and hopefully play. Now, I don't know, maybe if they rework his contract in some way. I understand why that can be something you know you might want to do. I, I just don't agree with, right now, people who say that they should just move right on or they're going to move right on. I don't think that's going to happen. I've certainly considered that, but the reworking of the contract might be a good alternative. Uh, to that of course the player has to be agreeable to that right they can't just do it um so like i want i wonder how white would view that that could cut both ways like he's he's spilling it hard to try to rehab which he did two years ago as well and maybe he feels like i'm giving you everything i've got here even though i'm not on the field um and you want me to take a pay cut like what but Mm -hmm. you know I don't know if the alternative is maybe getting released. I mean, it it can be touchy, I guess. I feel like, you know, there's 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 such a relationship there that sometimes it it can it can make it more difficult than it than it should be. Yeah, that's right. And to what you said, you're right. In that situation, he would have to agree because this isn't a situation where they would take base salary and turn it into signing bonus and lower his cap number. They can do that. But, man, then you're pushing even more money down the road, and if you don't know if he's going to come back healthy, that's even worse for you. But in your scenario, you're right, Bulldog. You'd have to, he'd have to agree to a pay cut. He's on the books for $8.3 million in a base salary and a $16.4 million cap number. That's pretty large, but there's not much they can do with that unless they really do release or take a pay cut, or they just let him you know, play on it. Talked earlier, too, about what the tipping point might be in the secondary with Poyer Hide, hide leaves, you know, would that change? Would that How would that affect, if it would, what they think about keeping Poyer and then White also? I mean, different position, but th- there's the possibility, you're hearing the arguments, and so are we, that the Bills might think they're better off without all of those guys. I and mean, that's, that's just such a big change. Uh, how do you replace them? Boy, it's going to be, in some ways, just talking about the Bills this offseason – I think will be will be relatively flat because like it's another loss to the Chiefs and everything that we've been over and over losing at home like how do you sort of pump it up but with with White with Miller with Hyde and Poyer as long as that might drag on it doesn't have to drag on for very long actually uh the wide receiver position individually there's a, there's a lot to look at yeah 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, and, you know, Hyde and Poyer, you know, every time they seem to talk about them, it seems like it's in the past tense and it's very reflective on their careers. Just get the sense that, you know, Neither will be around, but Jordan Poyer still is under contract, not for a huge amount of money. They can make that work. They can do it. That might be one of those deals where they'll kind of carry it and see, you know, where they are and what they get in the free in free agency mm-hmm. and in the draft before making a decision. But I just get a feeling that, you know, Micah Hyde probably won't be playing in a Buffalo Bills uniform uh, anymore if he does play at all in the league. Um, so that's one right there. They're going to have some changes and, and some positions, that's for sure. You know, what White's recovery – and and what they can know about it and how you know what their expectations may be about it could play a role in what they do at safety too and not i know we've talked mm-hmm. about this before and i feel like you've shot it down the idea of white moving to safety but benford has been talked about as someone who could make that switch and if they have Tredavious white and rasul douglas if they feel like they can count on starting corners then maybe the position switch for benford gets back on a front burner Possibly. I, I, I mean, there's there's a group there. Russell Douglas has also played a little bit of safety in Green Bay, and he actually, I think, could translate to safety in this system. But, man, he was so good when he played a corner. You don't want to do that necessarily. And so and I think Benford was – yeah, it was so good, right? So do you really want to do that? I think, you know, you're right, Bulldog. It's Tredavious White. And the other guy, it's Kyrie Elam. Like, what are you going to get from Kyrie Elam? If Kyrie Elam just suddenly shows up on the scene in you know, May and they're like, hey, this kid's figuring it out, suddenly you have – some riches at corner and you have to try to move some things around. I I think right now it's these guys are corners and we're going to address the safety position with safeties. And then we will make that determination if it ever comes to a point where we have to do it. But Benford would be the guy with the best skill set, I think to do it. I don't think they're interested in doing it. He has the skill set. It's not Tredavious. So Tredavious, I would say it this way to any bills fan. Think of what Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde are and how they play. 
it's just so opposite from Tredavious White. That's not his game. He is not a put him in the box, go tackle guys. He's not big enough. He's not physical enough. Um, he he's a corner, and I think it would be way too much of an ask to do that. Thank you, Sal. Enjoy the night. All right, guys. You too. Thanks. That's our Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. His appearance is always brought to you by New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? 803-0550 if you want in. Trey White, Jordan Poyer, Von Miller, what to do. Mike Schoep and the Bulldogs. Sabres at Panthers. Pre-game at 6 on WGR. Obviously, we've been transparent. I've visited with Justin three times, I think, yeah. uh, since the season's over, you know, talking about the yeah. new coach and all that, but just about personal stuff. And obviously, you know, no one likes uh, having gray, right? So yeah. we've all had gray in our lives. You're like, hey, just I want this or that. And I just completely understand where Justin is, you know, as a coach, because, you know, there's gray in our areas too sometimes. And to me, you know, as soon as we know, we're going to let him know and let everybody else know, and we'll, we'll figure that out as we go. But, again, we got to go through the process. So we've been talking about, and even at one point played a clip from the Chicago Bears GM, Ryan Poles, about Justin Fields. It's interesting. He said, if we're going to trade him, it'll be before free agency. You're like, okay, well, who's who's saying that if they haven't already decided? But he used the same, this is the head coach, Matt Eberflus. They used the same terminology, being gray or having gray. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, Right, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like you had a meeting. <laughs> oh my God, you had you had a you had a, a you went away, you went you went away for two weeks to talk about what we're going to say in the words seminar. <laughs> have gray in our lives? Like, have you ever heard that before? Not exactly like that. No, I get it. Of course, we know sure. what it means. Like in the middle, uns- uncertainty. But they both said we've all had gray in our lives. You know what it is like to have gray. Oh my God! How embarrassing! I'm I'm down with the Bears. I like Fields, but he they should trade him. Money, ceiling, they totally should do it. But can can you sort of not sound like you're both? It's it's Herb Tarlick time. It's uh, <laughs> real families on WKRP. The show's never sounded older. When everybody, so here's the story of that show because you've never even heard of it. It's a it's a, a sitcom about a radio station. And the the sales guy is kind of a knucklehead, right? That's of course it's a sitcom, yeah. The make believe radio station where all the on air people are actually talented. Sorry, go <laughs> yes. ahead. Yes, <laughs> right. So uh, Herb, for some reason, is maybe a bit random or something. He's profiled. He, he he and his family are profiled on this show within the show called Real Families, and it's like a it's an analysis of his life for some reason. Like one of the There's a show that would want to take a hard look at this unknown person's private life. And they go to his workplace and everybody, because nobody really sort of connects with him, they all read from the same script. It's like hard worker, fine husband, all around good person. It's something Mm -hmm. like, I think I'm close. Yeah, that's, that's in the ballpark, yes. Hard worker, they go to Les, they go to Fever, they go to Jennifer, they go to Bailey, they go to Travis, they go to Carlson, they go to Flytrap. All of them. Hard worker, good husband, all-around fine person. That's the Chicago Bears. We all met, and we're all going to talk about how we don't like it in our lives when we have gray. (laughs) How bad. Oh, I'm so happy that's not the Bills. Because this take about the Bills, it would rain fire on me. 
Who cares? Who mm-hmm. cares about the words? <laughs> it means your organization is really not that sharp. I'm sorry. If there's no other way to put it than a way that's so obscure no one's ever even heard the term before, this collaborated effort to try to... How, how many takes did these guys need, like in the back, to explain how they were going to describe the situation with Justin Fields? How, how many times in their car did they rehearse the script? I'm going to say many. Anyway, go Bears. Well, some, somebody somebody should have thought to like, all right, I, you're, you use the gray thing. I'll take the gray. You take the other thing. You you, you take the uncertainty can be tough. Or something. Right. Just, don't, just you say it a different way. Let's let's just make sure. Uh, oh, we got. It. Oh, we both said. Oh, we both said. Gray. Which one of us is more capable of being able to speak like a normal person at one of these one of these interviews? <laughs> that person yeah. gets to decide. Right. Then you you do something just sort of spur of the moment. I'm going to go with the gray thing. Gray. <laughs> We're not. We're a little worried about Matt's ability to, you know, speak extemporaneously. So you use the gray. Jeez, how Man, embarrassing! You use the gray thing. That was my thing. I was. We talked about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Bring my, back memories of being in, in news conferences and like, like I want guy. I got to ask a question. I got to validate my existence here. I'm, I'm new, but I, I, I got to. Okay, I know what I'm going to ask. I know what I'm. Oh damn it! Wait, did George stole my question? Somebody else has. <laughs> Dating myself with Mike DeGeorge. Now I've got media. nothing to ask. <laughs> right. Now I'm cooked. Now i got to make something up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Big trouble. Right. Sabres are in Florida tonight. They've won five straight on the road, the Sabres. Yeah. That's right. That's pretty good. Yeah. Three three in a row overall. Three in a, a row it's overall. It's a win streak, kids. Yeah. This team, this Florida team, I read today... I think Paul had this in his notes. It was Paul uh, in his notes column previewing uh, tonight's game. Florida has not given up more than two goals in 12 straight games. <laughs> they, just, they just do not. They just are not giving anything up. Hmm. One of those games uh, would have been here. What's that? One of those games would have been yes, here. Yes, 4-0 shutout for Stolars. A lot of shots uh, in that game. But, yeah, 12 straight, two or fewer. I mean that's you're gonna win you're gonna win you're gonna win your fair share of hockey games <laughs> if you're doing you're doing that you're in a 12 game stretch where you're not giving up more than two goals. What is the thing? I hope you know because I don't. With Connor McDavid, has he gone like 10 games without a goal? Yes. Did he say I'm done shooting? Ooh, I've or something not, like that. I've not seen that. I've not seen that. There was a goal last night, the two nothing goal. They won in L.A. I think it was a road game uh, where he's like alone in the slot and you just know, like, uh, come on. But he instead throws this very calm pass out to the left circle, one-timer goal. And I wonder, like, what is he, is he, is he talking seriously, I mean, about any of this? His, it's his tied for his longest career high without a goal, 10 games, so in, which, in which he has 23 assists. You're, ref, you're referencing I, him maybe saying, I'm done shooting, like, because he's frustrated, like, I'm, I'm done, I give up, I can't score? He said, quote, I've decided I'm just going to see how many assists I can get. <laughs> okay. I'm not okay. going to shoot the puck anymore. Hmm. I wanna, I'm going to watch him. I'm not going to have the sound up and watch him say it, see like what kind of an expression he has on his face. When do they play next? Because I, I, I'm, I'm willing to like, do they let you bet on four goal games? I don't, I don't know if they let oh. you do that or not, but I might want to do that. 
with him moving forward here. Bulldog and I had a conversation over the weekend about how four-goal games do not have a name. They're just four-goal games. Hat trick. Right. Hat trick's really it. You don't you don't get to even like maybe I guess double hat trick if you get to six. Double hat trick. Oh. You, you might like you guy had two hat tricks. I, I don't know, but it, it's so rare that that happens that it's just not something you commonly hear. So yeah, ha- I think it ends at hat trick. I had the awkward moment recently where I went to one of my daughter's games and she had a hat trick and I had a hat on. Mm. And everybody looks at you. <laughs> Right? Immediately. Immediately. The other parents looked at me like, come on. And it was a hat I got from you. Now, at a game like this, this is 12U. You're probably getting your hat. I would think I would get it back immediately. Yeah. I might get thrown out or no? No, I wouldn't get thrown out. I wouldn't get thrown out. The referee would come over, pick, I would like three rows from the glass. Yeah. The referee would come over, pick up the hat, and and toss it back to me. We'd all be laughing. Toss it back to you or just toss it back in the general direction. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You'd get the hat back. I'd get the hat back. At worst, it gets to your your daughter's bench. Yeah, right. And one of the coaches hangs onto it and gives it to you after the game or something. Yeah. I think. I was not up for that. I did not want to go without the hat for the rest of the game. I I wanted to keep it on. Yeah. I respect that. Have you ever thrown a hat at a game? No. Me neither. No. I don't. I'm not saying I never would have. Right. Me, I wouldn't want to say I never would either. Um, but I, I know I've thought. This came up earlier this year. Like, I started by, I've got these, like, flat-brimmed Bills hats, New Era. They're, 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 I, I like them. They're, but they're, like, 50 bucks. Um, and I purposefully did not, you know, didn't, it turns out, didn't need to worry about it, but I didn't want to wear it to the first Sabres game I went to in case there was a hat trick. I'm like, I don't want to throw my $50 hat on the ice. Like, I yeah, know hats, no. co- they cost that much now and, and even more, um, But and people still do it. But like I myself I was like, I don't, I don't want to throw this hat on the ice. <laughs> I absolutely will not. I would wear, like, you know, maybe a, a, a hat that means a little less to me. There was some footage from weekend before last in Toronto, where a fan, Matthews, got a hat trick, and a fan grabbed the hat off the head of an older man sitting in front of him and threw it on the ice. Oh, and it wasn't wow. even like a – and I, I think the story goes – we never got around to talking about it. I, I think I, I followed it closely enough to find out that I think the fan who threw the hat off the other man's head was maybe autistic or something. There was some – so, like, it's it, not, not something you want to just unload on the guy. But still, it was not. And somebody shooting the video, like, encouraged him, like, throw his hat, throw his hat. So the guy grabs the hat and throws And it's like, dude, it's like a hat that could have cost $200. Like, it's a hat from a hat. It's shop. Toronto. It cost at least that. It, it's, not a, it's not a sports team hat. It's like a – it wasn't quite a fedora, but whatever. It's a, it's a hat. Like a, you know, that you get at a ha- haberdashery. Is that the right word? Haberdashery. Haberdashery. Um, whatever. It, it's, you know, I've got hats I've bought in Toronto that cost that much. Like you don't throw that hat on the ice, bro. Like not not for me. Don't don't make that decision for well, me. Well, it does seem like one of the unwritten rules yeah. would be if you are going to throw a hat on the ice, it should be your own. It should be yours. Yeah, I think you know going even back into like like cowboy lore. I think don't touch another man's hat. Listen to this term is like a thing. Cowboy like, don't, lore. Don't touch another man's hat. That's my hat. It's on my head. The guy turned around and punched this this other guy. <laughs> it's just tough. They used to throw jerseys on the ice there. 
<laughs> yes, that's happened. Has anybody taken ripped a jersey off another fan and thrown <laughs> it on the ice? Both of these men were wearing jerseys at the time of the incident. <laughs> incident. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, all right. Paul Hamilton will join us in about 20 for the start of Sabres pregame coverage. Buffalo at Florida. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here, WGR. The Sabres are in Florida to face the Panthers tonight at the Lightning on Thursday. Paul Hamilton joins for our pregame coverage in just over 10 minutes. This should be an easy question because, you know, of how I ask it. Who has more assists as a Sabre, Rasmus Dahlin or Jerry Korab? Jerry Korab. No, incorrect. Is it close? It's tied. No. Neither. Neither has more. They have the exact same amount, 216. Horrible phrasing to that question. The only respectable answer would there be would be uh, no. They're tied even. Maybe, maybe not. I, I should have known that. I mean, Korab is one of my all-time favorites. You should know his exact career assist I, I, total. I could, I could have known, and and and, and also known Darlene's. Yeah. And also know Darlene's. <laughs> yes, two sixteen. I'm, I'm going to be hard on myself for this. Yeah, fifth all-time. Yeah, Korab was a was a. I mean, Korab was an all-star. He, he, you know, he's King Kong, and you know, you think of you know that era of hockey and it's just brawling uh and somebody named nicknamed king kong korab you might have thought of as only like a fighter but like he he was an all-star player he was a nice offensive player well he's about to fall out of the top five in assists well, all time I mean, among uh, defensemen I have to break the news to him that's that's gonna be tough who were the top four the top four are going to be housley gotta be right yeah i'll i want to play too i'll look when we're done okay housley um, Mike Ramsey was on the team for more than a decade, or but, about a, right. But would that he, be? He was not much of an offensive player. Though. No, would that be? Would he? Would he have had twenty five assists a year? Maybe not. 
I'm thinking he might only need about that. Yeah, for the length of time he was here. Ristolainen was here for 37 years. He's got to be one of the top four. Yeah. What is the number again? Oh, look, I've got the top 10 only. Uh, 216. 216. Housley is definitely right. Everybody else in the top 10 is not a defenseman, so I'm going to have to go searching for this. Oh, no. (laughs) I thought I would just have that, but. Yeah, that's tough. (laughs) Quick Google. Quick. Come on. Sabres, team, career, leaders, assists. I'm going to say Ristolainen is not not in. Really? Yeah. Two hundred and sixteen assists. It's it's what is it like seven years? It was only seven years. I'm guessing. I'm ballparking here. I don't remember. Felt like fifty. How many years it was? Um, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Tough. tough, tough Sorry, Housley. Um, hmm. I guess I would need Stathead for this. Bodger could be a decent guess. Like, he was a power play guy on those teams in the 90s. Okay, here we go. Housley ranks fourth all time. Mike Ramsey is right. Okay. Zitnik is right. And Bodger. Good on Bodger. Yay. Yay me. I got Bodger. Rasmus Dahlin also has the exact same number of assists as Jack Eichel with the Sabres. All right. Same as Korab. So this list turned out. How far is Ristolainen nearby? Oh, right. Can you you find him? You were right that I was wrong about that. Uh, He is at 199. Okay. Bill Height, 202. Bill Height. Bill Height. Beautiful. Go watch that Soviet Wings game, 1976. It'll light you up. (laughs) Sabres pregame next with Paul. Stay tuned. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 